fair. <laughs> Scariest moment of my life, parenting wise, was that Tom's that house, house looking off the deck and seeing Adam, <laughs> all of all Adam, the, all of the children jumping on the trampoline with my kids who have bones like birds, and I was like, "Good lord, if Adam falls on one of those kids, it's over." Ah, <laughs> oh, good time. Or if you double bounce them, they'll go into the top of an oak tree. <laughs> I, I how do put, I get down from here? I put that trampoline right in between those trees. Yep. So I got Daphne's my, like, how do I get down? Burke's like, let me go get a phone book and find the fire department's number. <laughs> yeah. The fire department. Get a boom truck. <laughs> Welcome to the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. This is episode 92. Oh, so close. What like is it? Seven. It's going to be 96, I think. Hey, 96. What are, what are we doing for 100? Oh, so we're not good enough for, oh. to be on the 100th. Okay. After I texted you that, Fine. though, I thought, I feel like maybe 100 should be with the regulars. So No, that's okay. TBD. No, I, I think I'm busy anyway. Yeah. So why don't you just call your new friend NFL star... Yeah. TBD. Sorry I never played in the league, Adam. We need to do something big for I'm sorry. if we do it. Sorry I'm not Mr. Perfect. <laughs> What's that from? Dumb, Dumb and Dumber? Dumber. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not Mr. Perfect. <laughs> that was a really sad moment of that. Show. It was. That yeah. was on the side of the road, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah very yeah. touching. Yeah, very <sighs> touching. <laughs> and then they just... <laughs> they come back with the... the, the, the uh, yeah, moped. it goes from a touching moment to like... The moped. Total stupidity. Man, I love that movie. He pulls up beside him in the moped, wiggles a little bit when he stops. I'm getting close to Kennedy being able to see that movie. There's a one or or two parts. I showed her Wayne's World today, and she really liked it. That girl, my oldest. She has a very ironic personality. She she has a great sense of humor. Like, I think she's genuinely funny. Yeah. And she thinks the things that I think are funny. Like, she thinks they're funny, too, which I really appreciate. Yeah. But ever since she was a kid... I've been really concerned about molding her sense of humor. So, like, we would let her watch Disney Channel shows, but I would tell her, I'm like, just so you know, this this isn't actually funny. Like, I want you to know that. This is really bad writing. Yeah. It's okay that you like it, yeah. but don't just ever know. think this is actually funny. I will show you what funny is. This is garbage. Yeah. And then I, ma- <laughs> I went on YouTube, and I made a playlist of all clean SNL skits, and I was showing her these since she was, like, six or seven. You didn't sure the michael che and colin jost no. writing black jokes Yikes. for each other no i showed her like um that's for 2023 yeah i showed her i think uh the one where jim carrey is the lifeguard at the jacuzzi <laughs> Great that one's scene. really funny um the the fred armison totino's pizza rolls commercial <laughs> where he screams i am your mother yeah Hot. that no not that one it's it's zach efron where fred armison just keeps losing it and he can't do it. Uh, I just been showing her stuff like that because I'm like, I want you to know what actual comedy is. She's probably old enough to see the Debbie Downer scenes. Oh yeah, I think she's seen Debbie Downer. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's a good the one. The Debbie Downers were so unbelievable. I, Elijah has like a he's a big jokester. Mm-hmm. Like me and Steph, it could be like Saturday morning. I'm like, hey, go get me a diet dude from the fridge, and he'll run and get it, and he walks up, hands it to me, and immediately walks away. I think so that he wasn't laughing while he did it. And then I open it and it just. Oh, he shook it up. Pops in my face. And then he, he goes. <laughs> and then runs downstairs. Remind Where, me never to take a soda from or, Elijah. In no, your house. Don't do it. I want to share with you an interaction I had with Tom's children the other night. Okay. So I park in Tom's driveway to go to a basketball game. And his oldest two are playing on the snow hill across the street at the school. I park and I hear. Petty, and it's his daughter Maya. And so I go over. I'm talking to him. You're supposed to have snow the next day. I go. You think you guys are gonna have school? Elijah goes. Boy, he goes. I sure hope not. I'd really love to have a snow day. And Maya goes. I would cry all day if we didn't have school. I love to learn. Tom's son Elijah looks at him and goes, "She's not our child. We don't claim her." <laughs> 
and, then Miles, and then Miles comes outside, yells, Pet! And then instantly bests it on the ice. Yep. Stands up and goes, I hate this! And goes back inside the house. Miles. Yeah. <laughs> Miles constantly, like... There's a great five minutes of the Hank does, children. He does this thing, like, where we... He, something <laughs> happens to him that he doesn't agree with. And he goes, Ugh, This is the worst day ever! Like, every time. Worst, <laughs> worst day ever. Oh, kid. Well, I got some opener topics here to get to. Um... I bet you guys will never guess this. I'm going to cover this up so you can't see. Are we going to talk about swing juice? I have some things to talk about. All right. We'll get to them. Okay. Uh, swing juice. I love this hat, by the way. Great hat. It's a great hat. Are you capping? I'm very capping. Cap- oh. Capping just means lying, right? For real, for real. Are you capping? For real. That means you're lying. Oh, no cap? No cap. Those hats no, are cap. Sick. no cap. No cap. Okay. But nice cap. <laughs> nice cap. All right. I heard this the other day, and I wanted to ask you guys, who... Are the four artists ever? There's no way you're going to get this. Oh, I'll get four it. artists I ever. Phone. I have a phone. To reach, you can't cheat. To reach one billion digital radio streams. There's only four oh, that have ever digital, done it. Digital. Okay, so Taylor Swift is T Swift one. No, Bieber. No, we're never going to get this. One is country. Oh, one, oh, oh wait. Morgan Wallen. No, what's the Luke Combs? Nope. Is it Wallen? Nope. It's Garth. Garth Brooks. Okay. Yeah. One is uh, pop. Michael Jackson. Nope. Backstreet Boys. Beyonce. Justin Timberlake. Ah, damn it. You're not guess. giving us enough time to guess. <laughs> oh, sorry. One is <clears throat> like, what would he be called? Like pop hip hop? Okay. Hold on. Drake? No. Hold on. Okay. Pop hip hop. Eminem? Nope. Jay Z? Mr. Worldwide. I don't know who that is. Oh, Pitbull. Pitbull. What? Pitbull? Yeah. Pitbull? Yeah, the fourth one. <clears throat> I don't think you guys will ever get. Anne Murray. It's a gospel singer oh, or like a worship. Janis okay. Joplin. No, no, no. <clears throat> don't give it. Don't tell us. I won't tell you. Chris Tomlin. Yep. There you go. Um, Isn't that wow. wild? But you said those are the only. You four? said digital radio streams. Only four ever. I, I guarantee you, uh, yeah. Taylor Swift crushes all That's four of those people on like Spotify combined. downloads and stuff. Combined, so yeah. just Spotify streams. But yes. if you're talking like, does that not count? Well, when you said digital? radio, it sounds like X, X Sirius XM. That's just what the article said, and so I Taylor wrote down Swift digital is, radio Taylor streams. Taylor Swift is my queen. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. the greatest artist of our generation. She's uh, the voice of our generation. She's the voice of our generation. 100%. Yeah. I had a lot of people. She's a square millennial, too. Like, yeah. She's right in the middle, just like yeah. us. Well, she, I should heard be, I, she should be right in the middle of a dumpster. I, <laughs> I saw a tweet that said, uh, I was in the generation that was... <clears throat> Too young to do nuclear bomb drills, but too old to do active shooter drills. We <laughs> fell right in the middle of those. That's <laughs> like, a great place to be. Like we that's were. It's a, a great place. Yeah, it's like there's a special kind of millennial that's right in there. Right in there. I also yeah. feel like that's our generation that didn't like we remember life without the internet, but we also were, Adap- it like came adapted. of age with us. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We are honestly just better did, than most people. I did not have a. <laughs> I did not have a cell phone until I was a sophomore in college. I had one as a 16 in, in high school. Wow, big timer. Well, you had a Nokia then. I had a brick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. difference was... I had to borrow my snake. mom's brick. The difference was my dad and my brother both would have been in a, in a bad way without a cell phone because of an accident each. And so my mom said, "Gotta have one. They, you will always have one. And then yeah. one time my dad tried to take my cell phone away as a punishment. My mom goes, no, you will not take his cell phone away. My son's not going to be driving around because... My brother had a truck fall off a jack and pin his hand to the truck. All Luckily, he, he had his cell phone, yeah. called somebody, and my dad <laughs> fell out of a tractor and broke his hip and had luckily had his cell phone because he broke the head of his femur off. Oh. So the ball was still in the joint, but the... No. And like without a cell phone, my, my dad would have Dude, laid this out... This was a family-friendly podcast. This was at like 10 o'clock at night. My dad would have laid out in the driveway all night if yeah, not for his cell phone. Yeah. So, so that's why my, I got one at 16 because my mom was adamant I was going to have one. So my first... I our, was, our first accidents ever, we had to run to the house in the middle of winter and correct. use a phone. Yes. <laughs> um, I will say my first really jealous moment as a kid was with a longtime listener of this podcast, Tyler Pedersen. Hey, oh, TP. God, TP. I love TP. Love him. Kara, I know you're listening too. Um, <laughs> Tyler, I was, we were at a basketball game. I was a junior. He was a senior. And he had a Nokia phone and he was playing Snake. During the game? During the game. So he's on the team? No, no, no. Oh, okay. We're, <laughs> no. Both, we're both in the stands. Oh, you're in the stands. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just 
staring at him playing Snake on his Nokia phone like, this is the richest man of all time. He has a <laughs> cell phone, he's playing Snake, and I'm just sitting here watching it. We, uh, my, before we had cell phones, my middle brother and I were visiting my oldest brother at college in, at Iowa State, so it was probably around the year 2000. A early yeah. 90s Chevy uh, Blazer, a red one. And we're driving back from the my brother's apartment in Ames, which is about a 40-minute drive to our house. But it's dark. It's late. It's cold. And I've got the seat reclined back, and I'm trying to sleep. And I'm like kind of in and out. And my brother turns the radio down, and he goes, do you hear that? And it was like a... And I go, just turn the radio up. We'll, we'll figure it out tomorrow. I'm tired. And like as soon as I finished the sentence, it was like a bang. And then we just started fishtailing all over the road. What? And like, I was scared. My brother like hangs onto the wheel and like, we were, we were on a four lane. Like we were going 70 when this happened. But you got it controlled. We came to a stop and I sat up right away and said, oh bleep, we don't even have a cell phone. And my brother opened his door and he yells, get out. The car's on fire. And we got out and just ran and his trailblazer was on fire. What? And a truck, <laughs> a truck passed us. Didn't even stop. What a nice guy! Like a Ford Ranger, like just drove right by us. Freaking so Ford Ranger. we start running and we run down the side of the highway to a house, and we knock on the door. Some teenage girls like babysitting, and she was like freaked out, like you. who are these? And we go, our car just like lit on fire on the road, and she like I think she looked past us and could see it on fire, so we knew we weren't lying. And we're like, we need a phone. We gotta call somebody. She uh, she hands us a a phone book and a phone. I don't, I don't know why a phone book. I think we were trying to call a local fire department or something. Yeah, nine one one would have worked. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. She, uh, she comes back in the room with a fire extinguisher and she goes, "I got you a fire extinguisher." And then she just didn't even stop talking. She goes, "But you probably don't want to go near it. I'm sorry." And like Gerard walked away, and so we called somebody. I think we called my parents, and then we we started walking back towards it fire department shows up we're all we're pretty rattled at this point yeah. i didn't have a coat on it was like winter um and the fire fire guy goes you guys are pretty lucky that uh you kept it on the road it probably i mean normally something like this it's gonna flip over on top of you probably explode in the ditch and we're like uh thanks <laughs> yeah. so i guess what happened was like the rear axle or the drive shaft just like off. something snapped back there yeah. and like the fluid, like the rear diff fluid, something caught fire. And then you had the engine running. It just, yeah. I, I think too, maybe what happened was drive shaft comes out, starts sparking on the road. I don't know. Yeah. But that was freaking terrifying. So that's exciting. That, that reminds me. I was in a flaming car going story, on the highway. Story of this week. Um, friend of ours um, mm-hmm. took her dad to Mexico, drove his car back home, parked it in his driveway next to the house. The next morning shows up in the, the truck, and it's a very expensive truck. The truck is in, it, 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 it's just in a pile, an absolute like pile. Like charred? Charred, gone. Yikes. It, it like, she shut it off. She didn't park it in the garage. Thank God. She left a cigarette lighter pushed in. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Who drives to Mexico? They drove her to the airport. Wow. Drove the family to the airport. Ah. Came back home, parked the car in the driveway instead of the garage. Thank God. Woo! And the car spontaneously combusted. My high school Spanish teacher's Dodge Intrepid did that in yeah. the driveway. Just, my sister just caught fire and sitting in her driveway and melted the whole thing. My, cousin's, shut my off. cousin's car did too. <laughs> Scariest <laughs> moment of my life parenting wise was that Tom's house, house looking off the deck and seeing Adam, <laughs> all of all Adam, the, all the children jumping on the trampoline with my kids who have bones like birds. And I was like, <laughs> Good Lord, if Adam falls on one of those kids, it's over. <laughs> ah, good time. Or if you double bounce them, you'll go into the top of an oak tree. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I How put, do we get down from here? I put that trampoline right in between those trees. Yeah. So I got Daphne's like, how do I get down? And Burke's like, let me go get a phone book and find the fire department's number. Yeah. <laughs> the fire department. Get a boom truck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's what I want to talk about. It's not, a, it's not a long thing. That's fine. I have really gotten into lately... I don't even know what genre of music this would be. It's like Matchbox 20, Goo Goo Dolls, Vertical oh, Horizon, Tonic. But no, uh, you just got into that? No, no, I, I'm like back into it. Like okay, yeah. Third Eye Blind. Yes. Um, when I've been I... at Strike Zone doing lessons, oh, I'll yeah. go over to the computer and I'll just put on like 
I'll go to YouTube and just type in like Matchbox 20 and they'll play like 20 in a row. 100%. What would you call Matchbox 20 and Goo Goo Dolls? I would Mm, say grunge pop. No, not grunge. I think it's like pop alternative. It's alternative pop. I think you nailed it right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Dr. Thunder. Uh, those the alternative. Are, those are some, Everclear. Some of my favorite freaking bands of all time. Matchbox 20's catalog is surprisingly deep. So good. Rob Thomas, why did he just disappear? He, okay. Actually, I, got I, no know what, Where I know. Where is Rob Thomas? I know what these bands are. These are VH1 bands. <laughs> That's a good They call. were not. So every day after school, I would watch TRL. Yep. And then I would flip channels to VH1's top 10. Yep. And it was like TRL was Backstreet, Blink, yes. Britney. You flip over to VH1 and it's Google Rob Dolls, Thomas. Yep. Rob Thomas. It's like uh, Michelle Branch. Yes. There's like a VH1 type of artist. And I, the older I get, the more I really like them. Oh, they're so good. Rob Thomas. Stacey Orico. Rob, Might be some Matchbox nostalgia 20. there. Matchbox 20 had absolute bangers. Back to Good is a very good song. Very good. Yeah. Very good song. Today's yeah. kids will never know. So yeah, that's the music I've been like really jamming. Honestly, to Honestly, I'll even throw in it's a little before those bands' time, but Hootie kind of fits in there. Hootie, yeah, fits in there. Hootie kind of started it. He did. He did. Hootie's probably my favorite of all of them. I watched Angus like a night or two ago. Angus from 1995, amazingly good soundtrack. Yep. And okay, so the song opens up with "Love Spit Love." Am I wrong? Then you get like Goo Goo Dolls, Ain't an Unusual. It's a lot of like deep cuts. You got Weezer. Um, was it? Uh, she gave her love to me. You gave your love to me softly. Oh yeah. Uh, Mazzy Star fade into you. It's a yeah, there's a there's a off the beaten path Green Day song, but it's a really really solid soundtrack. And I realized we get another movie where Vanderbeek plays a quarterback. <laughs> Rick Rick Stanfield, I think his name Rick is. Stanfield. What a name. Same colors as the Canaan Coyotes. Different number. He's number. 12 in this movie but he's i was like wow vanderbeek is made to be the quarterback all-time trout face james <laughs> what's trout face the upside down oh. smile yeah yeah yeah. sad yeah. brandon nimmo just signed with the mets and he posted a video talking about it and he smiled and he has the upside down smile yeah. and somebody trout in the comments face. goes why does his smile look like a frown <laughs> and I, I realized when he's fully smiling his upper lip is like the shape of a rainbow it's like it's like upside <laughs> down uh, also, Weird. also, sorry. Last comment, Ben Ped. This is your it's podcast. Fine. And That's you're going to cut most of this. But Simon Birch. Oh, Simon freaking Birch. Oh man, it's the first movie I've ever seen where I legitimately cried. Me too. Did, was it the scene after he kills his friend's Kill, mom? Kills his friend's mom. I. It's the that movie. The only person that cared for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. I cried. I've cried twice at movies. Simon, that, that movie that was hard and then feel the dreams after my dad passed yeah the first time i watched that my to my girl? dad didn't cry during my girl no, no. but no, when he either. when he goes out on that bridge yes and his little voice and he goes i'm sorry oh my gosh dude i was like 12 i started crying and i was about, like i was like wow i'm really in touch with my emotions I'm here about, as a 12 year old boy i'm about to cry right now because he's like his parents just neglected him. It's the only person that ever cared for him. And he kills her. And he just, he's like crying out to God. I'm sorry. And, and the producers like just kill you with it because it's like this kid is on a baseball team and he's terrible. Finally gets a finally shot. Finally gets a hit. Finally gets a hit. And where does that ball go? Right into her temple. Our yeah. English teacher, Jen Radke, has her kids read that book. A prayer. It's called, the book is called A Prayer for Owen Meany. I'm going to watch that. The book that led to that Simon movie. Birch is based off of A Prayer for Owen, Owen Meany. I didn't know that. I'm yeah. watch that scene before I get bed at night, so it puts me at peace and I Dude, sleep well. Simon Birch is that was the very first. It was like 1990. I think. I think. It, Do you I know what famous person makes age. a tiny cameo in that? No, Jim Carrey. He plays Simon's friend all grown up. He did, but he's like yeah. not even mentioned with that movie. No, he's not. But That's Ashley right. Judd is the mom. Yes, he, yep. we can cut this part. But I love the scene where because Simon's friend is doesn't know who his dad is, Correct. and he says something about like. When they're having to sleep over, he's like, I, I want to know who he is or something. And Simon goes, you're, makes, ar- you're, ar- he goes you're already a bastard. You might as well be an enlightened one. <laughs> That's like little Simon says that. It's so funny. 
Uh, that's one of the best movies of all time. I got to go watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. They don't make that. movies like that anymore. That's great. As I was watching Angus, I was like, nobody's making this movie anymore. No. It's going to be a Netflix movie with horrendous teenage actors. Yes. It's going to be really bad, and it, the soundtrack's not going to be good. Like, the 90s was the best for movies because all these independent studios were taking risks yep. on people like Tarantino and some of these other people and on these scripts like Rounders yes. and Angus. Like, now it's like it's got to be a stupid Marvel movie or it goes straight to Netflix and it's horrendous acting the or it's la- a Hallmark movie. The, the last one I can remember. Long lost are the days of quality. The last one I can remember. I was in college or just starting college. Like to me, the end of it was when when Heath Ledger died. When Batman, no, the Nolan Batmans came out. The first one was OK. And then it was Heath Ledger's and, it, and everyone was excited for it. Then he died right before the premiere. And. Everyone goes to the premiere going nuts. And it was maybe the best acting performance of all time. And it was he, wild. And he died. So, like, it just added to it, kind of. Like, I remember sitting yeah. in that movie theater thinking, like, holy cow. I lament the fact that, like, my kids don't have Little Giants, Rookie of the Year. It's not going to happen uh, for them. The 90s was, like, dude, the youth sports movie. Oh, Big Green. Phenomenon. Big Green. Big Sandlot. Gr- Sandlot. Big Green. Uh, little Big League. Little Big League. Rookie of the Year. Um, little Giants. Uh, all of those. Like There wasn't a great basketball movie. Maybe Air Bud. Um, Maybe. There overrated was, athlete. Uh, the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. The oh 90s gosh, was so like good. the absolute apex of kids' sports movies. They're they not making them anymore. They don't. It's probably never going to happen again either. And and the thing is, you could it's go sad. to the theaters and see these movies. Ped, they should, were theatrical releases. Ted, you should probably cut everything we just said so we can have another podcast on just what we just talked oh, about. It's already written down as a topic to discuss. No, no. We keep it in here, but we come back to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just like, oh, I had a thought before I came over here of what Best would be. kids movies. Oh, I should have wrote it down in my notes. I've got at least two years worth of content in my phone. I think We've I had really gone off the rails here. It's I think good. I had a thought in the shower what is for. of what would be an awesome podcast topic, and oh darn it, it left me. I have one on my phone that's like, we got to rank the all-time best friend combos. Oh, Ooh. that's a good one. <laughs> like little snippet, like a Turk and JD. Like Joey and Chandler. Yeah, like we need to rank like all-time best be buddy sick. combos. Well, no, yes, my we, please, favorite, my please, favorite we need to. of all time. Has to be Corey and Sean. Mm. Solid. Buckwheat and Porky. Oh, <laughs> there's so many good best friends. You guys could get me going Buck on this. Oh, Charlie I got Conway. A dollar. I got Charlie a- Conway and Adam Banks. Did they become friends? They're more like rivals. No, no, they became brothers. Best and, oh, friends. and and D two and stuff. Broskies. Yes. Broskies for life. I've never Bro. seen D two and D three. Shut the front door. I've never seen them. It's about as dumb as you saying you don't like dogs. <laughs> I don't like it's. I never said that. I thought you, I think cats did. are better. No, you said you don't <laughs> sorry. like dogs. That was aggressive by me. I'm Burke, sorry. Burke, when you first said that you like cats better, I'm just, I wanted to come across this table. I know. You had that look in your eye. You, <laughs> you wanted hear, to come You can hear it in Tom's voice I'm like, through the podcast. These colors don't run. Oh, dear. Uh, another thing I had written down for hopping into the main juice here, I was thinking of Christmas and gifts, and I got to thinking of how ridiculously over the top. I was with my girlfriend in high school. Like, <laughs> you, you did. Did some you? Lot of pr- lot of pressure on the relationship when did it's you, time for gifts. Like yeah. how? Maybe you guys weren't like this. I was completely over the top. I think I wanted to buy my girlfriend's love during holidays. And Except cri- for like the story when you're like, "Hey, I gave her Jones soda, but I drank all the Jones soda." <laughs> yep. I think tough, you're that's a, a tough look. <laughs> I, you seem like a big gesture guy. He is. Like you. He's thoughtful. You were born in the wrong era. You were. Made for the promposal era, you would have done like a huge over the top oh, promposal. It would have been dope, and it would have involved hay bales. Ped was always very thoughtful with his girlfriends. Like, hey, very thoughtful. hey, would you bail me out and go to prom? That's what you would have written. <laughs> yep, and I'd be wearing my bailing clothes with a piece of straw in my mouth and my greasy hat on. You're just like me with gifts. Like, I'm the same way with gifts too. Yeah, yeah. there's no waiting. I gave my wife her Christmas gift like three weeks ago. Remember when I bought <laughs> I bought Elijah that I bought Elijah a new cat ten bat. He bought a bat, Bert. and he's like, "It's for Christmas. Don't say anything to Elijah." Next hitting lesson, Elijah shows up with the bat, <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I guess we couldn't myself. wait for that." I couldn't help myself. Dead serious. I'm that way. I'm like, I got a gift for someone. They have to see it right now. Oh yeah. shoot! Yeah. 
Did you what do you guys did you guys not do that? I I mean I was bracelets, necklaces, no. getting stuff engraved. Ted, you knew me. I would spend a hundred dollars minimum. I was I was I've always been kind of a bad gift giver. Well, that's not true. If I you give what you know your wife wants. If I put my mind to it, I can give some super thoughtful gifts. But it, it's not like every year. It's like something comes to mind. I my wife's not a big gift. She doesn't care. So like I never I'm never in the doghouse for it. We'd much rather just get stuff for the kids. Like, but same looking thing. back, same what seventeen year old I mean, I guess seventeen year old girls might want that stuff, but I feel like she probably was like, Why don't we spend a hundred dollars on an experience? I gave my high school girlfriend a picture frame with a picture of us in it, and then I remember I saw that same picture frame in like three different movies. And I was like, Wow, this must be like a really mass produced <laughs> frame. Um I bet if I showed you a picture of it, you guys would go Oh yeah. oh, yeah, I know that. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. three of my high school girlfriends had that frame. That's what yeah. you guys would say. Probably. Probably. I remember giving a lot of jewelry. I think I gave her a t-shirt once. And Joan sold bottles that were empty. I probably gave her some jewelry, too. But like because I didn't have any money and I was a teenager, it wasn't yeah. like some diamond necklace. It was probably like something you get at Claire's. <laughs> <laughs> Magnetic earrings. And when I first bought her her wedding ring, I had zero money. We bought it from a store that was going out of business for like 900 bucks. <laughs> Literally $900. And then once we kind of got to this point, like I was like, I'm going to buy her a better, better wedding ring. And I'm going to give it to her at Disney World when the fireworks are going off. Mm. Never been done before. Thought it would be a great idea. But then I got excited. So before we go to Disney World, I'm like, I don't want to get it. I don't want it to get caught during security. So, like, the day before, we're standing in the bathroom brushing our teeth. and like, hey, by the way, I got you this. <laughs> you couldn't wait a few days? Couldn't wait a few days. I, and, like, I told myself. What like, was her response? It'll probably get caught in security. And she goes, wait, you're just going to give me a new wedding ring? Like, when we're in our bathroom brushing our teeth? I'm like, yeah. Um, I wanted to give you it during the fireworks at Disney World. And she goes, what? And she slaps me on the chest. She goes, what were you thinking? Like. That's like, what you should have done. Like, <laughs> what is your problem? And then like, Tom goes, Steph, can you step out? I need to change real quick. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> for the listeners, that's a joke from a previous this episode. A, this is a gesture for me never getting naked in front of you. That's <laughs> <laughs> serious. She was so mad. She's like, you just gave it to me in the bathroom while we just put the kids to bed. I'm, we're brushing our teeth. Like, Isn't that marriage, though? Kind that's of, marriage. It is. But. My wife told me about proposal. She's like, just don't do it in front of people. My wife would not have wanted like a we're at an NBA game and it's right. on the jumbotron and like. Oh, I hate when people do that. That seems like your thing. A big D- gesture. Oh, frick. No, I ain't, ain't going to be jumbotron guy. My favorite are when they say no. <laughs> I think those are staged. Do you? You don't think they actually say no? No, I think they. I think the team wants the viral video. I think those are staged. That's Ooh. my personal opinion. Um, but I, I could be being cynical. Hey, you never know. What's the what's what are, what are we on to now? Top well, wise? before we hop into our Christmas movies draft, I you texted me the other day and said, "Hold on, I've got another thirty minute aside." <laughs> I'm ready. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Bert, you texted me the other day and said, "Rank these toast combos." Oh yeah, Ooh. and I said this needs to be discussed in the podcast, which yep. is a little bit of a gripe. Like, all right. Sometimes you want to just like have a conversation with Adam and he's like, we'll save it for the pod. It's like, well, can we just be friends in real life too? <laughs> we're only friends of a recording. Adam only wants my friendship for the material it generates. Content. Yeah. I started calling Brett my co-host, not, not even my friend. I, am, I almost responded back to your text and was like, no, we're going to talk about this right now. I'm sorry. But I'm, but I'm going to be a good buddy and I saved All it right. for the pod. Next time I'll answer and then we'll still dis- discuss so, it on the guys, pod. I wasn't on this text thread, so... You were, you were busy. Yeah, I'm sure. I felt like this. This is the kind of thing Tom doesn't want to get a text about. <laughs> this is like board games. He doesn't want to get text about it. <laughs> no, I All don't. Right. I don't. Here's the options Bert gave, and honestly, I don't know if I'd have any of that aren't on here that I'd add of my own. But it was toast with just butter, toast with peanut butter, toast with jam or jelly, avocado toast, toast with apple butter. Okay, let's rank these toast combos. All right, go ahead. What's your number one toast My combo? My favorite isn't even on here. Wait, what's your favorite? Uh, cinnamon and sugar. Oh, that needs to be on there. That's solid. That, my wife's family calls that happy toast. Oh, I agree. But it makes me happy. We had a special shaker in our house 
that my mom perfectly mixed the sugar cinnamon ratio. Yep. And I remember it had a little sailboat on it. And it was like, it looked different than every other thing in the cupboard. It's like, yeah. that's the cinnamon sugar shaker. That needs to be on there. Tom, Tom, you going to check the score of the game? Tom's walk. Okay. Tom's trying to throw a fat tire in. Cinnamon. I remember having cinnamon and sugar toast all the time for breakfast in the morning when I grew up. And there was times where I would send it back. My mom would bring me that toast, and I'd say, no, send it back. That needs to be microwaved for at least seven <laughs> seconds because I can tell that the cinnamon sugar hasn't quite melted into the butter yet. Okay. But when it did, my gosh, was it good. So your number one cinnamon sugar? Probably cinnamon sugar. Number two, avocado toast. What, hey, when you, what do you put on the avocado toast? I love to throw <laughs> a tomato on there and maybe a little cheese. Yeah, what else? Like a mozzarella cheese. Yeah. What else? Uh, a little salt and pepper. No, you got to put everything bagel seasoning on it. Ooh, it's where, do you find, where do you get that at? Every store. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's so yeah. My sister in law taught me this. You you put the avocado on, and then you just dust a little everything bagel seasoning. Oh boy! <laughs> and everything bagel. I got excited there with yep. onion with like onion cream cheese spread is whoop, makes it move. <laughs> okay. Um, number three for me, probably jelly, grape jelly. Love toast with grape jelly. I like all jellies and jams, unless they're of the citrus flavor. Don't give me like a marmalade or something. Yeah. Four, just butter. Five, peanut butter. You didn't even mention apple butter. Apple butter is not in my top five. Do you know what apple butter oh, is? Apple butter would be six then. Do you know what apple butter is? Yeah, I have apple butter here. Mm, but you haven't had apple butter. Maybe not. My grandma would make these huge batches and can it and... I think we were hanging out at my uncle's house after my dad passed. That stuff lasts. And I brought up that was like, oh, yeah, we have a jar of apple butter, like in the car. And my uncle's like, like, hold the phone. Like, you have, there's a leftover jar of grandma's <laughs> apple butter. It was like I had found the most valuable thing that they thought was no longer in existence. And he was so happy. I go for breakfast right now. My, Can we make some? Okay, if when I'm ranking, recording, let's drive to Denny's. Or if something. I'm ranking the toast, I <laughs> go. City. Why not? I go apple butter one. I go jelly jam two. Mm. Peanut butter three. Cinnamon sugar four. Okay. Avocado five. Just butter six. Yeah, well, I love toast with just butter. Mm. It is really good, but they're all. It doesn't stand up to the other ones. Uh, they're all good. How about you, Tom? Do you have are you, you a toast, toast guy? guy? Yeah. Am I a toast? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Am I a toast guy? You kidding me? Yeah. What do you like on your toast? Uh, you're not going to like this. Just butter, number one. Just butter's good. There's, there's, there's no shame that. in that. No, just butter, number one. Mm-hmm. Lots of it. Country mm-hmm. crock. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I thought he was going to say fried cheese on it. No. Nope. Germans have like, like if you're truly German, yep. you have a very unrefined palate. Like They eat these things called buttons, which is just basically flour. Is... Is Hinkledye a German name? Sounds bland. We are 100% German. I did a 23 in me. Literally, my blood is 100% German. No. Well. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hinkledye's in the house. (laughs) This this recipe for buttons... (laughs) This recipe for buttons sounds like something Germans cooked up after both world wars when their country was just in complete shambles. Correct. We yes. got to come up with something. And they were like, let's just fry some flour. <laughs> That's what it is. We have nothing else around. It's tough to be. Do you guys ever do toast with um, butter and like the butter melts and then you put a slice of cheese on it? It's very good. Never done that. that. It's like an open face grilled cheese. It's good. Oh, I've never done it. Yep. So, uh, so buttered toast. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, Cindy Sugar. Mm. For sure. <laughs> yes. Yep. Preach. Uh, Preach, number, brother. <laughs> number three, peanut butter. Number four, Crunchy gel. or creamy? Creamy. Mm, I love crunchy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like I love it too. the texture. I like yeah. both. I like both. <laughs> Radio. Radio. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Radio. I'll have both. Um, and then, what What did I stop, stop with there? Oh, uh, there's avocado, apple butter. Jelly. Oh. Jelly. Jelly. I said jelly. That's the last one. And then otherwise, uh, like my son is a huge just bagel and butter kid. Like, Ooh. Can't or, go wrong. or I love sit, bagels and butter. Or, have you ever gotten the uh, Pepperidge Farm just cinnamon bread? 
with no. butter. Oh, that's very good. Very good. It's got, a little, to, it's got like a cinnamon raisin bread. Yes. I it's, need to buy a it's toaster. It's got a swirl. It's, oh. it's next level. You do need a toaster. I need a toaster because now I want to start making bagels every morning. Or, Ped, I'm not kidding you. Like, you take one of those cinnamon raisin pieces of bread, slob it with butter. Elijah will eat four of them before mm. he goes to school. Incredible. Oh, almost every morning. I'm coming over for I'm breakfast. levitating after I eat one of those. <laughs> oh, they're so good. I yeah, love a I'm good bl- I love a good <laughs> blueberry bagel with strawberry cream cheese. <laughs> oh yeah. Golly. That reminds me of college. Always had bagels of cream cheese at college for breakfast. Our college our college uh, little grill area by the it was like a diner grill on the campus. They made what was called a bagel solo. It was a sandwich where it was like Ham and cheese and turkey on like a toasted bagel. I'm in. Yeah. And the cheese was melted. With an egg? No, but it was just, it was so good. Yeah. Oh, I went to, uh, where was that? In, in Mayo, probably. Des Mo- um, in Des Moines. What was it called? There's a bagel, like a New York bagel restaurant in Des Moines. Brugger's Bagels? I went with you. I went to. Oh, yeah. Br- me and Tom were there we together. Were there. Is, yeah, it Brugger, we there. is it Brugger's Bagels? I don't know. What was it called? That's a restaurant. That's totally a place in the morning. We there together. Hey, you had like three bagel Dude, sandwiches. Dude, that was so good. Oh my so gosh. Good. Do you guys remember Boston Market? Oh yeah. It's like a the, a fast food place you could get a rotisserie chicken. You could always buy have Boston you, Market at an airport. Have you ever seen <laughs> the movie with uh, Drew Barrymore and Justin Long? But they're dating long distance. They meet in New York, and then she gets a job out in California. So they're dating long distance. And Jim Gaffigan is the husband of her sister. Yep. And aka her brother-in-law yes and it, it, there's a line in the movie that i'll never forget my entire life she's in this horrible apartment in san francisco and he walks in and it's it's awful it's like dead person lines you know like someone just died in there and he walks in he looks out he goes hey there's a boston market out there they don't just build those anywhere <laughs> So I don't like Drew Barrymore. She's very annoying. I don't know. Drew Barrymore. I can't talk like her. She talks weird. I like her. She yeah. had, She's. I just saw she, the Wedding Singer the other day. That's a great film. She had one of the best. Come like from a child actor. She's like, not bad actually. She was a failed child actor, and then she came addiction. Back and had a career. Like she got back out of it. Like, yeah. Going back to bagels, quick. Uh, Tom and I's buddy Wyatt has been on this podcast a few times. Lives in New York. And he did say, like, he said, I don't want to sound like a pretentious New Yorker, but they are unbelievably better in New York. I believe that I they're believe unbelievably it. different than here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He said it's the water. Something with the water. You could. You he could, did say something about water. Because people in Boston, apparently there's a Boston, like this really famous bagel place in Boston that they has import, water. They import the water. Yeah, shipped yeah. in from New York. That's interesting. I don't know. But I do think some of this, I'm not saying he's wrong, but. Maybe if I ate one, I'd be like, oh, he's 100% right. But some of this is also just what you're used to. Yep. Like, New York people could probably be like, you guys don't even know pizza. You got to have New York pizza. And I eat it. I'd be like, you've never had Casey's pizza. It's Casey's pizza is 100 times better than whatever trash you're feeding me right or now. Or freaking <laughs> Backdraft in Holstein. Like, mm, yeah, oh, yeah. You have a brisket pizza. I bet Holstein. that's better than anything in New York City. <laughs> it is. But because it's New York City, there's a little bit of a, our, yeah. our, our crap don't stink. They're literally eating. They're eating a 12-inch slice of cheese pizza, and they're like, this is the best thing ever. I'm like, have that, you had brisket pizza in Holstein before? I imagine there's some pretty outstanding pizza in New York. I'm sure. But, like, Chicago, Chicago pizza's terrible. <laughs> My favorite slice. <laughs> My favorite New York slice. <laughs> Chicago deep dish pizza's disgusting. It's like, never hey, lasagna. hey, you want some lasagna on bread? Like, no, I don't. Thank you. I've, I never, I've never had it. Dude, I agree. Like... The best pizza in the world comes from a gas station in Iowa. That's just a fact. It's a fact. It's not even my favorite pizza in Iowa. Godfather's. Big pizza Quick ranch. start. Big pizza ranch guy. Pizza ranch is what? very good. And Godfather's. I love pizza, pizza ranch. Pizza ranch pizza? Pizza yep. ranch is good. Pizza ranch, then Godfather's, then Casey's. Domino's. Pizza, Domino's pizza. is good. Oh, guys. I love Domino's pizza. I've had Domino's since college. We've been pizza over this. Ranch pizza is the worst thing that they do. <sighs> I love it. Hey, that reminds us. Uh, this episode brought to you by Pizza Ranch, our <laughs> new sponsor. Tom has alienated our new sponsor. We've been over this. The only pizza that's gross is DiGiorno's. I mean, it's pretty bad. It's the only pizza, honestly, that I've ever not liked it was DiGiorno's. It's really expensive. Papa yep. John is a weirdo, yep. but his pizza's good. It's like Casey's pizzas cost thirteen dollars. Like DiGiorno costs eleven for a frozen pizza. That's like, you, hey, do you want a crust that's basically made out of croissant and is like way too bready? And you're like, no. Or you cook it and it's the underside of it is completely charred. Like, 
It's garbage. Yep. It's it's just no good. A couple we, food thoughts here to get to. We all agree on that. While we're talking about toast, toasted PB&J is the only way to eat PB&J. It's good. Oh, like every, an, it's like it, an open face. It's good every way, but no, I like toast, both pieces of bread, and then oh, see, it. no, that's too Ooh, toast. That's too much toast. Fuck. I want the open face PB and J on toast. It's like a PB and J hot beef style. Did you guys ever have chip beef, chip beef oh, gravy yeah. over toast? What does that mean? I'll take that out. It's a chip beef. It's a gravy with like dried beef, chip beef in it. Yeah, and it and it's just over toast. It's a military thing. This reminds me. It's like, good. What is poutine? Oh, it's, oh, it's a great. It's a Canadian gravy. It's what? good. It's French fries with gravy and cheese curds over it. It sounds terrible. Oh! No, it's good. You shut your mouth. It's when we so go to good. my wife's family reunion, Clay County Fair. Do you go to the Clay County Fair? I've been. There's there. a big old poutine truck every year at the Clay County Fair. It's fantastic. half my wife's family's Canadian, and they, they they I think we've had that at reunion. It's very good. Tommy, you would love it. You would love it, Tommy. Do you love cheese curds and yes. gravy and French fries? Hundred percent. It's it's just very it's good. Just phenomenal. Sound like a combination that I. Mm, sounds like a combination. You should shut up and try. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> One more thing about food. Are we ranking Christmas movies this episode? Uh, eventually, we're getting there. okay. We're drafting. You know what? It's, it's gonna a, be two hour episode. It's the holiday. That's fine. People yeah. are gonna be driving for the holidays. Yeah, they yeah. need a little little extra because yeah. the last one was fairly short. Uh, I did tell someone today that they were asking me about the podcast. So they said, "I always see you posting about it." And I said, oh, it's, yeah, it's family friendly. They go, oh, you guys don't like cuss and stuff? I said, no, family friendly. So, like, you can listen when you're driving to your get togethers with your family or something over the holidays. And they said, oh, I'll actually have to check it out then. <sighs> Great. What was my food thing I was going to say? Oh, yeah. Last summer, I discovered for the first time ever that when you get Papa John's pizza and the little garlic things, I did not realize you're supposed to shake it first. Oh, 100%. Before yeah. opening it and dipping. What? I've always just opened it up and dipped it so it's like super so it's runny like and stuff. You have still, like the the separation yeah. between the so it's super runny. I didn't know you're supposed to supposed shake to, it's, it. It's like creamy, it's and then you open to... it and it makes it creamy. Correct. Did not know until last. I didn't summer. know either. I don't want to shake it. I love it. it's like oil. Oh, it's amazing. But if you shake it and do it, it's like a cream. It sticks to it. It's unbelievable. Papa John's. Really? I'll try. It. I will say Papa John's. Is, I like it both ways. Papa John's is top two pizzas hot. Bottom bottom five pizzas cold. Yikes. It's Domino's terrible. is good cold. Papa John's is the worst yep. cold pizza ever. I I actually think Totino's is not good cold, but it's immaculate hot. Uh, Totino's? It's not good cold. It is the best, the best frozen pizza. Cold or just hot? Yeah, hot. Yeah. I ate me a freshetta last night. Delicious. First time I ever had ranch was Gumby's in Ames. Oh, yeah. I went to visit my brother at Iowa State in the late 90s. Pokey sticks? And I open up their box and I go, they accidentally put ranch in here. Did they think we got a salad? My brother's like, no, no. people people like eat pizza with ranch, I found out. I'm like, are you for real right now? And he's like, yeah, try it. <laughs> I dipped it. I was like, well, this is this is a whole new world for me. Pizza, ranch is so good on pizza. I love it on lasagna. Did you get the pokey sticks? Oh, yeah. yeah. You ever put ranch on lasagna? Oh, yeah. Ranch is good with any like tomato so, sauce-based food. My wife blew my mind. Like, I was never a huge lasagna fan. Oh, I love it. Because I don't like ricotta cheese. You don't like what? ricotta cheese? I hate ricotta. It's so good. I hate ricotta cheese. It's no Swiss, but it's and, delicious. And Steph, like, she made lasagna when we first got married, and she used cottage cheese. Ooh. You put a scoop of cottage cheese in with lasagna? So freaking good. It's so good. So good. God dang it. Yeah. Like, give me a hug. Right over here. Ryan's <laughs> giving me a hug right now. Dude, I love Lasagna, and you grab some cottage cheese out of the fridge, just throw, a spoon in, throw it in. One, yep. You cook it hot, and then you throw a spoonful of cottage so cheese. So, me and Ryan are bonding hard over the fact that lasagna needs cottage cheese. So, anyone listening to this needs to understand the fact that I've never cottage done Cottage cheese is a part of lasagna. It do you, is. Do you put pepper on your cottage cheese? My brother always has. 100%. I can't taste a huge difference, but I do do it sometimes because yeah. he did it. The and fact then, that uh, I never cottage cheese my lasagna upsets me. I think the first You've never time, done that? I never have. The first time I realized how much I loved my wife was when I ate a lasagna with cottage cheese in it. So good. So good. Do you ever take like a Jack's frozen pizza, cook it, and then put table pepper on it? Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. so good. Pepperoni pizza with table pepper. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. Ah, bye. <laughs> All righty. Do you guys remember that commercial when we were kids? It was for, remember 1-800-COLLECT? Yes. 
The guy calls from the from the hospital after he had his baby. We had a baby. We had a baby. It's, it's a boy. boy. <laughs> Mom and dad. Would you we like had a baby? It's no, a boy. it's like. Would you like to accept a call from Bob? We had a baby. It's a boy. No. And the guy, dad goes no. And then he hangs up, looks at his wife, and goes, "Bob had his baby. It was a boy." It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> that remember we talked about Amazing. you and me like stuff that's seared into your memory, and yeah, I mine one. was the. Car X Man, the Bob We Add a Baby one, Eats a Boy. Yep. That one sticks with me forever. Did I you guys? Okay, do you guys remember the show Even Stevens? Oh hell yeah! The I've cousin, barely ever seen it because I didn't have cable. The, the cousin Beans. Beans, I love Beans. He was he was in a Little Caesars commercial, and they had like a fisheye lens on the camera, so the pizza looked massive. And Beans leans over the pizza, and he goes, "That's a lot of pizza, Uncle Ed." And like my dad thought that was the funniest commercial because Beans <laughs> is just a funny looking dude. And I've always thought of that. That's a lot of pizza, Uncle Ed. I will never forget Bob. We ought a baby. It's a boy because it was like a, it was. It started out as a Super Bowl commercial. Mm-hmm. Oh, did it? Okay. It did. And we're sitting there. Thirty-two twenty-four Denver. This was right before. <laughs> he's sitting in his underwear watching the game, and that commercial comes on, and he didn't stop laughing for like. 20, for we had a baby. It's a boy. Twenty minutes. He was <laughs> laughing for twenty minutes in his underwear, and that just stuck in my Who, brain. The, whatever marketing company came up with that commercial, take a bow. Uh, it, it is yeah. 30 years later, and we are still talking about 100%. this, or 25 years later. Commercials like that were why it was why I wanted to go be uh, an ad rep, and then I decided to come back and farm. Anyway, <laughs> that's my story. That's my that's my my biography. <laughs> Me and Burke say nothing. Uh, I don't know what to say to it. It's such a weird dream. Let's draft some Christmas movies, like right? Adam could have said... And uh, the tornado of 1997 is when I realized I wanted to be a claims adjuster. It's my childhood dream. It's like, I don't know what to say to that. There's nothing wrong with being a claims adjuster, but it's not usually something a child says they want to be, just like an ad, an ad rep is not usually what a child wants to be. Yeah. I wanted to go to the big city. <laughs> Little kids are in school and they're like, astronaut, firefighter, ballerina, ad, ad, ad rep. I want to be an ad rep. <laughs> I want to create the next big Budweiser. Commercial. I want to sell collect calls. He wanted to be John Ham. Bud Weiser. Remember the frogs? Yeah, Bud frog. Weiser. Speaking wh- of, how about this? Was love. And then the the spoof. Because remember the original commercial was, "What are you doing? Having a Bud watching the game?" Yeah. And it was a bunch of preppy guys. It was, "What are you doing? Having an import watching the stock market." And then instead of was up, it was, what are you doing? And then the guy gets on the phone. He's got like a sweater around his neck. He's like, oh, Tommy, what are you doing? You guys don't remember this? <laughs> no. Somebody parodied it. And I it do. was all about drinking like imported beer and watching the stock market. <laughs> instead of watching football and saying what? And up? drinking a bud. Yeah. 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 Didn't know that. Should we draft Christmas movies? Let's do it. What order do we want to go? Snake, I'll go first. We're snake drafting it. <laughs> all right. It's Burke, me, Tom or Burke, Tom, me. Whatever. Burke me, Tom, then you get two in a row, then we snake it Why back. Why do I have to go last? All right. Burke, Tom, me. I'll go last. <laughs> Tom is second. Burke. Christmas first, vacation. First pick. Dang it. Had Christmas vacation. Yeah. Right, I got a good one. It's an instant classic. It's funny. It's got a little bit of heart. You're not beating it. And It's an Ch- all-timer. It's the number one all-time Christmas movie, in my opinion. And it's like peak Chevy Chase, too. And Chevy Chase's little quips. Mm. All right, Tom, you're number two. Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard's not a... <laughs> this this argument comes up on social media every year, and I'm so I tired it of on, it. I had it on my list as a Christmas I've movie. I've never seen Die Hard, and at this point, I'm refusing to watch it. It's a it. Christmas movie. Wait, you've never seen Die Hard? No, I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> but it's a good movie. No, because I don't want to participate in this stupid social media debate every year. You want to be able to say, never seen it, I'm out. I want to be able to say, unfollow, don't care. I'm going to go mute the phrase Die Hard on Twitter. <laughs> Totally a Christmas movie. That's why I wanted to go second because I thought you might have had I actually thought about that before I came over. I was like, one of those guys is going to say freaking Die Hard. (laughs) I thought about that. I was like, and I'm going to come unglued on it. All right. My number one is gone. So my first pick is Home Alone. That's a good one. Such a classic. Still has one of the worst uh, scenes of all time where Kevin does not eat the mac and cheese. Yeah, that's terrible. Absolutely devastating. It was beautiful. Mac Adam and is cheese. personally yeah. offended by this. The most just perfect mound of Kraft mac and cheese on a white paper plate. I mean, my gosh, the way it should be eaten. You didn't eat that. My, I, I still submit that he ate it later. He might have because it's great reheated or great cold. Honestly, mac and cheese. My daughter prefers it 
day old from the fridge. Dude, day old from the fridge is so good. Kennedy's always like, can we put some of that in the fridge so I can eat it tomorrow? Gosh, she's my spirit animal. All right. With the second pick in the 2022 Christmas movies draft, Adam Pedersen selects Just Friends. That's actually pretty. Freaking love that movie. Oh, the mom is really funny in that movie. She has a high-pitched voice, and she calls him Peanut. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? No. Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart. Oh, yeah. Wait, is it Amy Smart? And Anna Faris. Yeah. Yep. Anna Faris, yes. Ryan All Reynolds three of them. is fat, All goes off, becomes some big record executive, comes nice. home, good looking. All hot. Such a great movie. All right, Bert. What's no, your it's second? T- it's Tom. You sneak oh, back that's around. right. Sorry. What's your second pick there, Tom? Tom? Elf. My- oh, good. Thank Elf. you. Elf. I didn't want you to take my next one. Great flick. The, the like, fir- I honestly think it's a classic Christmas <clears throat> video that was Red Rider BD, BB Guns. I'm almost going to pick that in a second. <laughs> They will. One That's of my gonna, next pick. You're going to pick it in a second. But Elf was like created in the 90s. Will Ferrell. 2000s. But like whatever. 2000s even. It's just a classic. The first three-fifths of that movie are really good. And then the Bye last part is buddy, really stupid. Hope you find your dad. The, the, it has the weirdest ending to a Christmas movie. It just like... Oh. There's like these weird samurai looking people riding on horses in Central Park. And you're like, what? What is this? Yeah. By the way, I was listening to a podcast today. and They were playing a game. Oh, and the oh, loser, oh, the loser had to eat um, the the spaghetti from Elf. Oh, they made, they made a batch of the spaghetti from Elf with the syrup and M&Ms <laughs> all over it and stuff. <laughs> OK, you ready? I got my two picks. Ready? So you're going to Christmas story. Christmas stories next. OK. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, that's, that's a good a pretty one. Good one. <clears throat> that was a scary one. Every season. The movie's about Christmas. Every I holiday has it. room for death and gore. <laughs> in my opinion. What do you got for your next pick, Tommy? Well, I, I don't want to give away mine because I you want You don't my... have to give away your movies. Hold on. The Holiday, Grumpy Old Men, I'll Be Home for Christmas, The Santa Claus. Don't do that. Grumpy Old Men is a Christmas movie? I count it as one. Happens at Christmas time. Love Actually, Deck the Halls, Jack Frost, Scrooged. Uh, I'm going to say Jack Frost. Love Jack Frost. Man. Is that Martin Short? Nope. That's uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, and he Keaton. dies. He oh, dies. Martin Short Comes plays, back. Martin Short plays Jack Frost in the Santa Claus. Season. Yes. Tom, you got two more picks to go, so you might want to keep that website up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My third pick is another absolute classic that I love so much. It's got, gonna get in the car with the fire and the burn that I put on my arm the day you went away, girl. That song by Eve Six, it is Out Cold. That's that's a Christmas movie? Oh, it takes place at Christmas time. I'm counting it. It's so freaking good. Zach Galifianakis. Golly, that's such a good movie. Oh, I know one. I got No one's gonna get this one. Hold on, I gotta go again. I gotta go again. Um, I'm going to go for my fourth pick. Hope I don't take it from you, Tom. It's a Wonderful Life. You did not take it from me. It's the one where they're on the work for that mountain and they're snowboarding and skiing all the time and it's stuff. It's a Wonderful Life? No, Out Cold. Oh. <laughs> Out Cold's not a Christmas movie. Oh, sure is. If it takes place during winter, Adam counts it. Oh, I'll do, I won't do it if you don't want me to. How about the... Here, they, I'll take uh, off Out Cold. I, I will say Out Cold when they pooped in the cup, when they said, put your specimen in the cup. That was hilarious. All right, hold on. Out Cold. It's a Wonderful Life is my third pick. I'm not counting Out Cold. My fourth pick, then, is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. So you have both Home Alones? Love them both so you much. You guys are going you're gonna, to you're gonna poop your pants when I say this. It's a Wonderful time. Life. You know who does the greatest impression of... Uh, Jimmy, what's his name? Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart is Dana Carvey. Jimmy Stewart. All right, Tom. I'm ready. Four Christmases. Ah! That was my next pick, you son of a bee. It was your next pick? Yes, it was going to be my next one if it was available. Are you serious? Yes. That movie's so freaking good. It's so great. Vince Vaughn and uh, who's the gal? Uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd love to be under the mistletoe with Reese Witherspoon. Or Selma Hayek. Salma number one, Jennifer Love Hewitt number two, Reese Witherspoon number three. I watched your three. YouTube video. It was pretty Thank good. Thank you. Aw. Gosh, there's a was scene. It, that... Was there a few times where we were like people were like weird to you over there? Uh, a lot of people said no. 
one guy pulled his scramble to pull his phone out and put it up to his face and act like he was taking a phone call so I couldn't go talk to him. That was kind of funny. It was a guy in the cowboy hat when you see the scene and I'm like, oh, he pulled his phone out to ignore me. Uh, yeah. And, and there was, was one time you like someone was taping you and they had their he had his like video. Yeah, down. I did not know he was recording me. But you're sitting there and you're like, you want to be on a video? And they're like, nope. And you're like, oh, OK. <laughs> that was in the admissions office. Yeah. So you're just <laughs> sitting there like I'm sweating. Oh, it was a good time. Four Christmases, great. There's a scene in the movie Four Christmases where Vince Vaughn is holding, um, what it would be like his great or his niece or whatever. Well, I guess they're not married, so it'd be Reese Witherspoon character's niece, and he's holding the baby, and the baby pukes on him. Yes, and he goes, "Oh, take it back, take it back, <laughs> take I'm, it back. I'm gonna do it too. I'm gonna do it too." And then he <laughs> buys him Playstations, and the the brothers get pissed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so, so funny. Oh. Am I up again? Nope, it's me. It's Burke. I am going to take How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the animated version. I do not like the live action Jim Carrey one. How Grinch Stole Anime. Anime? No, How the Grinch Stole Anime. What are you talking about? Just write so I can type it out better later. Okay. And my next pick Kate Winslet, Jack Black, Cameron Diaz. Fantastic Jude Law, movie. The Holiday. Fantastic movie. Has movie. a really funny line that me so me and my friend Matt went and saw that in theaters together. I don't know why. Um, and there's a you know, um, Cameron Diaz's character, her husband like edits movie trailers or something, or her boyfriend. Yep. And they're editing uh, an action movie, and the guy pulls out two guns, and he goes, "Why did you bring two guns?" And he goes, "Because I didn't think one would be enough." <laughs> that struck me and my friend Matt so much, and like it's been fifteen twenty years, and I could just text him out of the blue. Why did you bring two guns? I could have not have spoken to him for four years, and he will text back because I didn't think one would be enough. <laughs> and it was like a, Such a, good a random line from The Holiday. Such a good movie. Why is Batman Returns always listed as a Christmas movie? Batman Returns? Uh, I don't know. I saw that it must too. happen during Christmas. I yeah, know it's. I, a, like I know it. it happens during winter. I didn't like it. All right, Tom, your fifth and final pick. I was. Hold on. Four brothers. What? Four brothers. I didn't get out cold. You're gonna get four brothers. Is that the movie you guys geeked out on last time? You, me, and Brett were talking about underrated movies. You oh. said you hadn't seen it. It's so good. Four brothers was during Christmas. All right, we'll give it to you. <laughs> Great movie. A lot of good violence in that movie. It's lots of good violence. Lots of shooting. Yep, that is a good movie. <laughs> I All think, right. I think I'm not even sure, but I'm pretty sure it was filmed during Christmas. Oh, it was. It was 100. percent All it, right. It's a Christmas film. My About fifth. brothers getting together finally and figuring stuff out. Yep. My fifth and final, Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> Freaking love that. that Tim, Tim Allen? Allen cannot have a list without Tim Allen on Who's it. Who's the mom in that? Um, oh, my gosh. What's her name? Bette Midler. No, you're close. Kirstie Alley? Drive me crazy. No, it's, it's, she plays Jason's sister or whatever in Halloween. Or Jamie Michael Lee Curtis. Lyle. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis. There it is. Man, some bangers didn't get chosen. Have you guys seen the movie Office Christmas Party? <laughs> no. It's hilarious. You would with Jason Bateman. You would freaking love it. Jason uh, Bateman, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, yeah, it's freaking hilarious. Yep, that, that's a good one. Uh, the Muppet, night, Muppet the, Christmas Carol. Good one. The night before was Seth Rogen. Um, it's not funny. If Anthony Mackie and um. Whoever was in Top Gun, what's his name? Miles Teller. There we go. Uh, the Santa Claus classic. That that was gonna be was my gonna like probably Santa. next pick. I was gonna say. Yeah, I'll be home for Christmas with JTT with Heartthrob. JTT. Oh yeah, JTT. Rudolph. Home. The original Rudolph. Yep. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, cough right in the mic. Charlie Brown Christmas. Bad Santa. With mm. Thurman Merman, who always asked Billy Bob Thornton, "You want me to make you some sandwiches?" I don't think those kind of movies are that funny. I enjoyed Bad Santa. There's so Deck the Halls is good. I mean, there's Love Actually. There's a lot of them. Love Actually is pretty good. Yep. Santa Claus two and three. Fred Claus with Fred, yeah. with uh, um, Vince Vaughn. You guys should watch that. It's a good family friendly flick. It's good. <sighs> Can't talk. All right. Well, that was fun. I'll post that on social media next week when this episode is out and see. Well, mine are mine's the worst. See who uh, whose list people take. You never know. You might win, Tom. You got a solid list. Mine's pretty bad. I feel like 
It's gonna be close. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I got a shot, but we'll see. You know, I'm gonna talk about mine. Yeah, yours is okay. All right, <laughs> let's move on. If by okay you mean the best, <laughs> then yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's great. All right, let's do a '90s quick hitter and then skedaddle. What do you say? That sounds good. All right, my '90s quick hitter. How let's, long have we been talking? Like an hour and thirty. Okay. Let's take a trip back. You're 12 years old. You're hanging out. You're like, you know what? I got some time to kill. I got a little work to do. Ooh, a time to kill with Matthew McConaughey <laughs> and Samuel Jackson. That's a good movie. <laughs> I watched it recently. I'm going to head down to the school computer lab. How great was the computer lab back in the day? You go there. There's always some randos in there you're going to hang with. We had the Mac lab. It was Macintosh. Doing it well. Fancy. Uh, you work, you, you're going to do some work there. You get to buy a floppy disk. Remember when you could buy a floppy disk for like 50 cents from them? Oh, to save your stuff on? Yeah. Remember the old floppy disks? Yeah, that, that sounds like the there. Gosh, I just loved going and hanging out there. Our computer the lab. People were always working on the yearbook in there. Oh, <laughs> our yearbook office was a separate room that you had to be on yearbook to get into. Our computer lab. Those freaking rascals on yeah. the yearbook hey, committee. How about we listen when other people are telling stories? <laughs> I'm listening. No, no, I don't want to tell you. It was a banger. You're going to be pissed that you missed it. <laughs> Dang it. I won't be able to sleep tonight. It's really no, good that's story. wrong. I'm going to watch Simon Burke kill that lady, and then I'll sleep like a baby. Simon Burke? What movie is that? <laughs> Simon Burke. <laughs> what was your story? Just that we had a lady that policed the computer lab, and like, oh, yeah. if if you were on anything that wasn't school-related, she'd kick you out. So you had to like oh, we had that wait for her to like go get a Kleenex or something, and you'd like quickly try to change your fantasy football or <sighs> baseball lineup. Because she'd kick she you out. We had Can't you let the kids live a little? Oh, I forgot. I found at school a really old lunch card from the Alta Cyclone days that I was going to show you guys. Because you guys probably would remember. Was there a name on it? There is, but I don't, I don't remember what it was. Oh. But you guys, it, it's like from your era. Dude, where'd it, you find it? It just showed up one day in the teacher's lounge, like on the counter. And I was like, I'm taking this. Is it still there? It's in my, no, I have it at my house. Oh, my gosh. I, I just keep forgetting to bring it. Is it mine? No, I would know if it was yours. We're going to your house after this. I want to know whose it is. Yeah. Mm, my guess is. <laughs> Do you have a guess? You just doxed somebody. <laughs> I'll take it out. That's um, yeah. All right. That was a fun episode. We had a good time. We went all over the place, didn't we, boys? We did. We were it was every- fun. We were everywhere. Mm-hmm. From Simon Birch to Toast with Butter to Christmas movies. Did you have something you were going to say there? No, I just thought we moved off the Mac of the computer lab pretty fast. Oh, what else do you want to talk about with the computer lab? I just playing candystand.com games and, See, when I'm and thinking, miniclip. Did you ever go to miniclip.com? That was a good one. When I'm thinking computer lab, I was thinking like the old green screens. But you were right. When we were in high school, we would move past those only, to the Dells or Gateway, whatever they were. Something. Because he thought he should have gotten it. Yes. And it was just me standing there listening to him. <laughs> And then I tap him on the shoulder, and it was maybe the wor- most awkward moment of all time. Did I he mean, did he double down? No, no, he was just. I like, can't remember. He was kind of just like, oh, I wasn't talking. You know, I didn't. I didn't mean to be saying anything about you. I'm like, what? You just were talking lots of trash I, I, about so, me. There's two ways that can go. He does not, that, and he backpedals. I did not like awkward moments. Or he turns around and he goes, "Yeah, I said it. So what?" No, he backpedaled. Big okay. Because I I finally got to the point. I just tapped him on the shoulder. And he saw me, well, no, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, all right. Jordan said that about you? (laughs) (laughs) Right. What a horrible brother. What a horrible brother. (laughs) Oh, man. But you remember that, Pedro. I sure do. Yep. I definitely did not see eye to eye with him, but I still just worked uh, worked my butt off and did what they said. We actually talked about in leadership class this week, Mudita, and that good teammates are happy for others' success. How about this? Like Medita. a big part of leadership, in my opinion, is how well do you follow? Yeah. Like it's not just being like leadership is not just about like always being the guy out front. It's like how well do you follow? Yep. Leaders follow. Leaders follow what as is, well. Uh, like, and that's what I in a in a not so descript way, that's kind of what I said to him. I was just like, dude, you did not listen to a word he said. Like you need to learn how to follow. Colin, uh, Colin Coward always talks about what you just said. How you should he? I don't remember how he says it, but he talks about celebrating other people's successes mm-hmm. instead of like grumbling and whining and being mad about other people being successful. 
says if you like you stay positive and celebrate other people's successes then like you're gonna have your own too eventually and, and, want and people, people will be yours. super pumped for you yeah. yeah i wish i could remember how he says it though because it's well, really poignant i think the way he said it is the way i believe it is life is not a zero-sum game yeah yeah there's a lot of people that feel that like if someone else succeeds then that means that they fail it's not true like everyone can succeed and there's a lot of people that feel like if someone else is succeeding, that means that that's less opportunity for me. It's not true. Yeah. Life is not a zero sum game. There, there you, you have go. it. And that's the rest of the story. <laughs> hot, hot. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm not even going to do all the plugs. Uh, people Bron- know where to find us. Broncos country. Let's ride. Hot, hot. So there was a guy wearing a paper bag at the Broncos. They always have oh like gosh, a like an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> Michael Scott line. Michael Scott <laughs> has a real oaky afterbirth. How much uh, did you pay for this house? <laughs> hey Dwight, that's, is that snip, snap, snip snap snip snap? Golly, what a show! Do you that, have any the, idea what three vasectomies has like the toll it takes on a man? That might be the funniest episode of that show. Uh, it is. It's snap, the snap, most snap, awkward twenty-two minutes ever. The dinner party. Yes, hundred percent. From the sometimes I just sit here and stare at it for hours. The TV, he's like, Watch, you want more space? He like moves it back well, like three inches. Three inches. He's like, Look at that, more space. Have you ever watched the bloopers of that scene? No, is it good? Oh my gosh, oh, they're just they I love John I love when they, ag- he cannot stop laughing. No, when they aggressively are calling each other babe, yeah, babe, babe, babe. <laughs> that's what she said, babe.